This is day 20 to the 28 days of better selling with Shane Gibson from ClosingBigger.net. Today, we're focusing on team selling. Yesterday, we talked a little about preparing for meetings. I want to talk a little bit about meetings in the context of team selling. Groups of people going in and servicing a client, often multiple people in the boardroom waiting for us or on site, or even if you're sitting through a video conference and several of you are there conferencing with potential clients or existing clients. So I've seen team selling scenarios go really well, and I've seen them go absolutely sideways. I've been responsible for messing up team selling scenarios, and I've also been on the receiving end when when groups of disorganized, disconnected, unprepared people show up in my boardroom. And so I want to talk a little bit about this. So let's start off with really what team selling is about. Let's look at a scenario. Actually, I'll share a scenario with you. A number of years ago, we were partnered up with an e-learning company. We were partnering together to go in and deal with a major manufacturer here in Canada, and we were pitching them on a high-end, really long-term blended learning solution. We had practiced it. We built a demo e-learning environment for them, and we went in to meet with a client. At the last minute, the chief technology officer for the e-learning company couldn't come. And so instead, who came was his right-hand, right-hand person, a brilliant techie, a very brilliant technological person from the capacity of how to build e-learning solutions. Unfortunately, he lacked pretty well all social intelligence. In addition to that, he wasn't well-versed in the client, the challenges, or any of the previous discussions we had. I guess being in a sales background, a knowledge broker's side, myself and Bill Gibson and Dr. Dennis Covier, we'd worked together a lot in team selling scenarios. And you kind of figured if you brought a new person in, you would bring them up to speed. You would ensure they had the skills to engage senior decision makers within this manufacturer. But no, the CTO sent a highly technically competent person in their place from the e-learning company and their marketing person. But there was a total disconnection. So what happened? They showed up. They asked questions we asked many weeks ago. Also, when they were asked questions that they thought were redundant or that people should know, they were almost facetious with their answers with the client. They seemed impatient with the senior executives who didn't understand technology within the manufacturing company. Let's say this is that in the entire bidding process, there were four bidders for the RFP. We came in number two, which means we were the first loser in that particular situation. So why I share this is there was a number of things that went wrong. And what we need to do when we go into a team selling scenario is have a few things in place. Number one is we need to have an edification strategy for all people involved on your team. Edification means we want to be able to build each other up in the eyes of the clients. They understand the role each person is playing in the room. A number of years ago, Bill Gibson, the founder of Knowledge Brokers International, myself, and a gentleman named Sean in South Africa were in meeting with a client. And we met with that client, and Bill, of course, is the CEO at that time of the company, a brilliant professional speaker, spoke to over a million people around the world, used to really doing things on his own up until that time. So he went into the room, and Sean and I sat there and supported him, and he blew the client's mind. He did a fantastic presentation. Then he left the country and said, follow up, guys. Well, the client wouldn't even return our call. And eventually, when we got a hold of them, they said they'll wait for Bill to get back. They didn't know that Sean had an extensive background in the IT sector, that I'd logged tons of hours, literally hundreds of hours every month, 
for over five years training and speaking. They didn't know that. Actually, we were just two lumps on a log, two guys to hold the flip chart and carry the briefcase. The reason why they thought that was that there was no edification strategy. So what we did is we sat down with Bill and we all brainstormed what we were going to say about the other person we met with the next client. So if I was to go in and I was to lead the presentation, I would let them know about Bill's experience, about the fact he's spoken to over a million people, talk about his books, now he's going to help guide the project. I would talk about Sean's tech savviness and his capacity to lead sales teams. Then they would talk about me as a trainer with international experience, entrepreneur development experience, and learning and development experience. And so what happens is we're not boasting about ourselves if our teammates nicely and in the right context talk about the importance of the people who are there doing the presentation. So number one, edify your teammates so if any one of you aren't there, you're all capable of getting the deal done and you all have credibility in the eyes of the client. Number two is I think one of the things we need to do from this perspective is that we also want to make sure that we're prepared. So just like the scenario I talked about earlier, we went and did the deal and we lost the deal because that one person wasn't prepared, is make sure everybody warms up for the call. So anybody who's going to go to the meeting, do they have the key client research? Do they know the needs analysis is done before? Do they know the objections they could come up with? Do they know the political situation within the companies that we're dealing with? Do they know who on our team is connected to theirs? Do they know what not to mention? These are all real key things that we need to cover before we go into that meeting. And then after your meeting... And this is how we get good at selling as a team, is if, if you look at great hockey teams, great football teams, great soccer, great rugby teams, after the team, the world-class, after the game, the world-class teams, what they'll do is they'll do debrief, and they'll ask the question, what went, went, what went well, what didn't go well, and then what can we do better next time? And they put a plan together to improve their game the next time around. And so from a team selling perspective, these are the key components. So your assignment this week is number one, develop your edification sheet or strategy or elevator pitch for your teammates. So let them know what your key skills are. Have them do the same for you. So get them to develop their edification profile. It should be brief, but something you can say to raise their profile in the eyes of the client. Then you should also develop a checklist for prepping for meetings. This ensures that number one, you know the key strengths and purposes of those you're presenting to. So what's the, what's the purpose of the meeting and what are your key strengths going in with? Determine the meeting lead. In other words, within your team, who is leading that meeting? Why this is important is sometimes you plan really well. You've got your little PowerPoint and your handouts and all of a sudden you get there in the room and the reception isn't happening. People aren't connecting with you. You need to have someone elected, whether it's the CEO or the salesperson, to stop your presentation the way you planned it, step in, take over, and remedy the situation instead of carrying on with a bad plan. Also on your checklist, again, make sure that you've checked off and you've made sure that everyone's warmed up for the call. And then lastly, make sure you debrief after every meeting with the key questions. So again, a big part of team selling is acting like a team, is building each other up, is preparing in advance, and is debriefing after the call. And that is day 20 of the 28 days to better selling with Shane Gibson from ClosingBigger.net.